Hey, this is episode 14 of the Faith on Fire podcast, Debt Repayment Strategies. You are now listening to the Faith on Fire podcast, a pod for financial literacy, coaching, and real-life examples on how to transform your finances. I'm your host, Simone Brumel. Follow me on my path to financial freedom, and I'll give you tips on how to start and continue yours. Money is a tool, so learn how to use it wisely. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Faith on Fire podcast. As always, I truly appreciate everyone who clicks play, whether it's your first time listening or you've been with us since the beginning. I appreciate your time and support. If you don't know, this podcast focuses on financial literacy and education from a biblical perspective. And occasionally I give my perspective and updates on my financial journey. And today will be one of those episodes. This month I've been focusing on debt and credit management If you missed last week's episode with Jenny Jaffard from Surplus Financial, I really suggest you going back and listening to episode 13, where we covered a lot of credit management basics on how to get control of your credit. Today, I want to discuss some debt payment strategies and the things I've implemented and just giving you background on how to start with debt repayment plans, which is something that I love to help people with. So if you are ready to start paying down your loans and need some help strategizing, definitely head to my website, faithonfirellc.com and schedule a consultation with me to discuss your debt repayment plans. On today's episode, I'll cover two of the most popular methods of debt repayment, some basic tips as well as hurdles to repayment. And then of course, talking about what I did and am still doing because I do still have debt plans in play. So that's in, if that sounds interesting to you, I hope you stay tuned and enjoy the episode. So when it comes to debt repayment, the first thing 
you want to do is have a plan. And there are two main strategies for debt repayment that you'll hear a lot about. The first is referred to as debt snowball method and the second debt avalanche. And as I explain them, it'll probably make a little more sense in those analogies why they're referred to that way. So a debt snowball strategy means you are prioritizing your debt with the smallest balance first. So your plan of attack will rank or prioritize your debt in order of outstanding balance. And this the benefit of that is to say you're going to pay it off faster. So the smaller the amount, the easier it is for you to pay off the entire debt. Benefit, another benefit is one of the biggest benefits is the mental boost it gives people to see that you accomplish a goal. So if you have lots of outstanding payments, whether student loans, car loans, credit cards, whatever it is, you're able to pay something off. It definitely gives people kind of a something to celebrate or even just a mental checkbox for yourself to know that you accomplished a goal. And that mental aspect of it should never be underestimated, even if you're saying, well, you know, you just paid off a $300 debt or $1,000 and don't discount that. The fact that you're able to achieve a, a goal for a lot of people, that's encouraging. And from there, you take what you were paying towards that debt and put it towards the next balance. And each time you pay off, you take that payment amount, whatever it was, whether it's minimum payment or if you were putting additional um, amounts towards it, you roll that into the next balance and you kind of get that picture of a snowball as it's picking up more and more, um, picking up more and more of a payment towards the debt. Now to contrast that, you have the debt avalanche method, which prioritizes the debt with the highest interest first. And the benefits there is that over the long term, you're saving more in total payments because you've paid off your higher interest debt first and saving on the total costs of your borrowing. Now, with this method, you're more you're less likely to see that win moment um, as soon as say the snowball method because maybe your higher interest debt it'll take you longer it's higher payments over a longer period of time and you won't see necessarily that it's been paid off right away but if for you knowing that you're saving money on interest in the long term is enough of a mental boost that can also be a benefit for you now for me, I generally prefer the avalanche method, just knowing that I'm saving interest over the long term. But when I'm paying off my student loans, I'll look at that by the lowest balance, especially since they, you know, you'll sometimes end up having student loans with multiple student loans for each semester, right? Um, I'll sometimes look at that and pay off the smallest balance within my student loans. But overall, I like to take an debt avalanche approach. Now, I'll talk a little bit more about that when I get into the specifics of my journey, but it's really important for you to understand those two methods or strategies of repaying your debt. 
So just because the debt snowball and debt avalanche are the more popular strategies, it doesn't mean it's the only way, right? You can custom create a strategy of how to attack your debt. Maybe you want to prioritize credit card loans first versus a car loan, or you really want to pay off a car first. It's totally fine for you to make a personal decision about what debt to pay off. And maybe knowing you paid off your student loans before the credit cards will give you the mental boost you need to continue. And maybe your priorities line up with the snowball or avalanche method, whichever is fine. But overall, what you're trying to do is take a tactical approach in paying these off and not just looking at your overall debt and saying, I'll pay them off when I pay them off, but taking one at a time and celebrating small wins. Again, if you don't have a strategy in repaying your debt, you're always gonna feel like you're stuck underneath repayments because none of these loan servicers or credit card companies, banks, whatever your debt is, they're not set setting up the payment schedule or the minimum payments in a way that benefits you. Their goal is to create, collect interest income and set it in a way that they are more than likely guaranteed to get their money. That's not your goal. Your goal is to get out of debt. So what you need to do is create a strategy that will help you achieve that goal. And if you're not using a targeted approach in making payments. Now, in implementing that strategy, again, it is so important that you have a spending plan. If you don't know where your money is going, it's gonna be hard for you to decide where to put extra cash, or if you even have extra cash to put towards a loan. The reason both of these strategies work is when you're able to start putting extra payments above the minimum payment towards your debt. If you don't have extra cash, most more than likely using a snowball method where you can pay off a smaller loan first and then take that minimum payment and put it towards another debt, that's usually the easiest way to find extra cash if you truly don't have it. But a lot of times you do have it and it's hard for you to see that because you don't have a plan for your money so again i really encourage people take your monthly bank statements look at what you spent for the month and what you brought in and see if you have room for savings if you're still in debt and have a lot of savings maybe it's time to start putting that extra monthly income towards the debt repayment if you feel you have a comfortable enough savings or emergency savings account it's probably a good time to strategize and target your outstanding debts with that spending plan the next tip for repayment becomes easier and that's making automatic payments i know people are very wary about scheduling payments every month you want to be able to control it yourself just in case and even more so allowing you know the bank or whoever it is to ACH debit your account it never feels good for people and especially if you are working or if you are getting paid hourly or your income is variable 
it can be difficult to use automatic payments for your debt strategy. But if you have a spending plan and your income is fixed every month, so you get paid on the 15th and the 30th or every week or every other week and you know and can say how much income you have by month, using automatic payments can help you not fall behind and even more send that saved cash so you don't spend it. Because what tends to happen is you probably do have disposable income per month or an extra $20 or $30 you can put towards debt. But because you see it sitting there, it's not moved, it's not transferred automatically, you spend it. You go on Amazon, you're shopping online, you're buying food, whatever it is, because it's there, you use it, and you're not being targeted for your debt repayment. Even if you just set the automatic payment to the monthly minimum, and then you yourself go in and make the transfer for the additional payment, if you feel like you have more control that way, that can work as well. But you want to make sure that you're not missing or misusing your spending plan because you see you have money and you're you're not being targeted with it. The last tip or tool for repayment that I strongly suggest and think is a great thing people should do is using amortization schedules. Now, all an amortization schedule is is a table showing you by month over the life of your debt the balance after you've made a monthly payment and when it would be paid off so there's lots of websites that do this for you automatically i have an excel tool that i like to share with clients to schedule this out for you sometimes it's very helpful to see what your debt will look like over the life of the loan. And maybe in your head when you say, oh, it'll be paid off in 2025, you don't realize that's very different from looking at every month laid out through to 2025, how much payments that that look that how many payments that is. In addition, a lot of these tools, whether online or if you have an Excel or feel comfortable doing it in Excel yourself, um, you can also see if I were to add an extra $20 or a one-time payment towards it, how that affects your debt. And all this schedule is doing is, if if you have your spending plan and you're making automatic payments, now you're playing around with the numbers or your plans to say, okay, if I can find, if I can side hustle and get another $500, or if I come into, if I get paid a bonus, or if I get my tax refund and I put this money towards the debt, what does that look like? How much months does that cut off of my repayment? And the biggest thing with debt, right? All of these debt strategies is to cut down the time that you owe and the overall interest to make sure you can get out of debt earlier.
Now, it's important to note here that even if you're using these tools for repayment, you have a clear strategy and a budget, um, you're making fixed payments, automatic payments, and, and have scheduled out and really looked at what your debt looks like over time, even with these tools, there are still hurdles for controlling your debt. And honestly, the biggest ones are usually because of mindset and, and what we tell ourselves around paying paying it off and, and our ability to pay it off. Most of the times people lack the discipline to stick to a strategy and pay off debt. For the most part, that is the main reason that people stay, stay and or live in debt because of a lack of discipline. The second thing, and it's harder to notice, is lifestyle creep. And part of that is, you could argue the American dream. You're told, you know, after you get an education, you need to get a house. And if you're getting married, you're having a wedding that probably costs too much. You have to buy a car, you have to furnish your home, all of the things that we can just broadly attribute to lifestyle creep. And I'm not saying that those things aren't important because they are, right? And can be important to you at different levels. Uh, maybe a home, buying a home is more important than getting a car or vice versa, right? Depending on your lifestyle. But overall, what tends to happen to us is that we think these things are necessary and that we have to have them and we'll just take out a loan to pay for it or maybe you're using cash that you could be using to pay down another loan to get something that if you just waited and paid off your debt first then you could start saving towards this new thing i don't say that to imply that you shouldn't have things or you shouldn't aspire to get a home or a car but it's for us to be aware of whether or not we really need the things we acquire because if we're acquiring things purely on credit or borrowing right and you really aren't buying them outright now you're loading yourself up with repayments you have to make and you it, it'll be more things you have to strategize around and have to pay off in advance the goal is to be able to get to as much of a cash payment lifestyle as possible with the understanding that some things right it's, it's much harder to buy a house outright in cash or buy a car. But if you're being strategic and just aware of when you buy things, it can help you with your debt repayment strategies. Even with your discipline or maintaining your lifestyle and, and watching what you acquire, there's always gonna be things you can't control and things that are outside of your control, which I think we all have learned during this pandemic that even if you had a debt payment plan or you were doing well with your strategy, this pandemic more than likely has interrupted it in one way or another. So that makes your discipline even more important because it gives you more room when the unexpected happens. So I want to talk a little bit about my journey and how I'm managing my debt. 
I've given a lot of tips and examples, but that comes from a real place. I started me myself. I definitely still have student loans as much as I was able to get scholarships and grants that helped to offset the cost. It wasn't enough to cover the whole thing. And then even more so my grad school semester was almost entirely student loans. I just had one scholarship. So, so I didn't always have a student loan repayment strategy. Um, it really was just whatever they said the minimum payment was, I would send it once that marvelous six month grace period ended. I didn't start being targeted with my debt until after I got married and bought a house. And that's when we looked at our combined student loans and the mortgage debt and wanted to not have those monthly payments, quite frankly. So from there, I started with an amortization schedule. So I've always had a, a budget, so I knew what my expenses were. And I'm a huge fan of automatic payments already. So I wanted to see what my debt repayment would look like over the life of all of my loans. And I made a schedule listing out everything we owed, student loans, car, debt, car notes, and the mortgage, and looked at when everything would be paid off if we continued to make the minimum payments. And from there, I made a, a list of what I wanted to pay off first. So within the student loans, within the student loans, were there any that we could get rid of quickly? The car notes making a strategy for those. And then the house just ultimately became the last thing because it was the largest debt. After making the list of the student loans, I realized there were some loans that had small enough balances that we could pay off really quickly and start to roll up our payments into one another. And there were also some student loans with high interest rates. I think it was between seven and 12% interest on some of the student loans that if we re refinanced could get much lower rates for those. So we decided to pay off the small balances first and refinance the high interest student loans and whatever we were paying towards the debt that was paid off would go towards the refinance debt. So that allowed us to pay even more towards the refinance student loans because not only did the monthly payment go down, the money we were paying towards the minimum payment of the debt we paid off, we could attribute to the rest of the student loans. Now, as I said before, as much as you have a plan, things can happen that are outside of your control. And here we are in a pandemic. So one of the main things we that has impacted our debt repayment strategy is the pandemic and the uncertainty around jobs and income stability, etc. So so we have stopped our accelerated payments towards our debt to manage cash flow. Now that doesn't mean we're behind on anything. It just means we're not making, we're not sending, we're not sending additional payments on our debt. And for any of our federal loans that have the administrative leave, we're not sending money to that either. But 
I'm still transferring the money out of our checking account into a savings account to make sure that we don't overspend. So our savings shows an increase for all of the monthly payments for each of these loans that have an administrative leave where we haven't paid. And when we get to a place where we feel more comfortable about restarting our accelerated payment strategy, we have the option of taking that lump sum that's saved and sending it towards sending it to whatever loan repayment we want to. The main reason we felt that was the best option is because of all the uncertainty. Um, towards the end of the year, I'll probably do an episode just recapping overall financial journey being in being affected by the pandemic and the steps I took to maintain it, but specifically relating to our debt repayment definitely slowed down in an effort to maintain cash flow and an emergency fund. So those are really high level, some of the things that worked for me, but that doesn't mean I've been perfect with my debt strategies. Like I said, I didn't become targeted till after I got married and bought a house. Looking back, were there things I wish I did differently or things I made mistakes on? Of course. Like any other college student who got that refund check, air quotes, refund check of your student loans at the end of the semester and you looked at that as free money and just cashed it, I did the same. And sometimes I look back on that and like, and say, if I would have just put that towards the debt, probably would be better off now. But I also didn't have any money and spending the check seemed like a great idea at the time. So of course, hindsight is 2020, but it is something, you know, if you can, and if you have younger siblings or kids in college now, and they can afford to not spend that check, encourage them to do so. Another area of my debt journey that I could have done better on is purchasing a car. There are varying opinions on financing versus leasing and all of that. But when I bought my first car, I didn't think about any of those things and put down money I had saved and financed the rest. It wasn't a bad loan and I was able to manage it, but maybe if I could go back, I would probably rethink that a little more and maybe save up even more cash so I wouldn't, I would have less of a car loan. But all things considered, whether or not you feel you've made mistakes with debt in the past, whatever it is, you can get out of it. You're not locked into a situation or helpless. You have the ability to plan, strategize, ask for help, and educate yourself enough to get out of debt. It won't happen overnight, but with proper planning, it can be done. All right, you guys, I hope that was informational for you and there are some tips in there that you feel you can apply to your debt repayment journey. If you need help, feel free to reach out to me, faithonfirellc.com. We can have an initial consultation and talk about 
a debt strategy that's right for you. If you've been listening to this podcast or this is your first episode and you enjoy it, go ahead and share it with others. Share it on your social media. Send the link to a friend. The knowledge is free and the goal is to, to have people more educated on their finances and things they can do. So if you're enjoying it and you have a friend or a family member who you think would enjoy it as well, don't be shy and share the link. If you're not following me on Instagram or Facebook, you can find me at Faith on Fire LLC on both platforms. This podcast is available wherever podcasts play. Last but not least, I have to plug the book club. So far, I've gotten great feedback from people who are reading the books on our curated reading list and If you want to improve your financial literacy or just want to browse different topics and don't know which books to read, sign up for the book club. I curate all the reading lists or books that I suggest and send that directly to your inbox. We discuss the books on my blog page or if you're not talkative and and don't want to discuss it, just reading the book is fine too. So the link for that is on my website or my Instagram can find the link in my bio head over to faithonfirellc.com forward slash subscribe i promise you you'll enjoy the content as always i'm grateful for you listening take care and until next time god bless